This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast. We got a beautiful day today, blue skies, all the rain is gone, things are green, looking great today, going to get out and do some little hiking in the woods. Hey, thanks for joining us on this Affirm America podcast this morning, your top five news headlines. If you haven't subscribed yet to our podcast, you can go over to AffirmAmerica.com. If you'd like to reach me by email, it's Marquise at AffirmAmerica.com. All right, we have our top five headlines for this Friday, June 10th, 2022. Let's get right to it. Top headline number five. President Biden tells reporters to report more fairly on his administration. From Politico. Joe Biden doesn't do many off-the-record chats with reporters, so the traveling White House press corps was surprised and intrigued when the president dropped by Air Force One's press section for one such session with them during a recent trip to the West Coast. But Biden wasn't just there to field questions. He had his own message to deliver. According to multiple people familiar with the -the off-the-record session, he used much of his time with reporters to criticize the quality and tenor of press coverage of his administration. There is giving the kind of general, more positive coverage they believe he deserves. That too often attention is focused on staff turnover and poor poll numbers and not a robust jobs market and America's relatively strong economic recovery. From the Daily Wire, Biden hasn't done a sit-down with a media outlet in 119 days. Instead, the president did a softball interview with late-night talk show host Jimmy Kimmel on Wednesday. Okay, well, uh, Mr. President, that's uh, not really how it works. I mean, uh, the press is there to keep the checks and balances. It's not there to talk positively about your failed presidency. That's not their job. Their job is to ask the hard questions, to get to the truth, not to be a mouthpiece for your administration. So uh, welcome to the club. I mean, uh, do you think Donald Trump had fair, positive media? I mean, it was relentless persecution from day one when he came down the escalator. So uh, sorry, sir, but that's not how the uh, press works. Get used to it. Uh, Your administration's failing terribly. Your poll numbers are at historical lows. You're now in the first place position over Jimmy Carter. Welcome to the club. All right, headline number four. Democrats express dissatisfaction with White House over not getting ahead of crisis. The Hill. Democrats are growing increasingly frustrated by what they say is a flat-footed White House that is slow to catch up on solving a seemingly never-ending cascade of problems in the face of an unrelenting news cycle. 
They point to the recent baby formula shortage as the latest example of how President Biden has failed to go ahead of the story, allowing Republicans to set the narrative as yet another failure for the White House. But they also highlighted Biden's lag on other issues at the top of voters' minds, inflation and gas prices. It's really simple. Be the president, said one Democratic strategist, frustrated by the administration. I realize it's tough and you're drinking out of a fire hose every single day, but there are things you can do to control the public perception, and they haven't done any of that. Democratic strategist Christy Seltzer said the White House has shown some naivety in recent months in trying to control the message. From the Daily Wire, the president has also been criticized for being slow off the mark on gas and food prices, as well as inflation in general. Okay, well, I mean, uh, that's what you get when you have uh, somebody that's not uh, all there, that's a little firm, a little slow, all the brain cells aren't firing on all six cylinders, and you have uh, a slow response to what's going on around you. And uh, so don't be so surprised that... uh, you find that you're behind the story because uh, you're behind just about on everything. I'm behind on your speech and how you talk, how you communicate. So, uh, I mean, sorry, but that's just the way it goes, uh, President Biden. And um, it's time for you to maybe consider uh, stepping down out of your position there. It's uh, not going too well for you. All right, headline number three, national gas prices hit per gallon for the first time in history. From the National Review, the national average price of gas in the U.S. soared to a new record high on Thursday, surpassing $5 per gallon for the first time ever, according to data from GasBuddy. The grim milestone comes just two months after the national average price of gas surpassed $4 per gallon for the first time since 2008. Days later, on March 7th, the national average broke the previous all-time record when it hit $4.10 per gallon. According to GasBuddy, prices have risen $0.66 per gallon over the past month. From ABC, as consumer frustration has mounted in recent months, President Joe Biden has faced criticism over his handling of cost increases in essentials like fuel and groceries. Only 37% of Americans approve of Biden's handling of the economy according to an ABC poll released on Sunday. Okay, well, this is, um, you know, this is just typical Democratic uh, policies. You know, they're cutting back on energy production. Uh, They killed the XL pipeline on the first day, uh, executive order by President Biden. And uh, regulating the the companies out of business. I mean, that's another big issue that's going on here, too and cutting the ability to drill on public land, Alaska, places like that. Donald Trump was able to get us to energy independence, and the Biden administration, they just came right in. They shut all that down, uh, like the Green New Deal. And here you go. This is what you get. So it's not rocket science. You can figure out that it's supply and demand. If you want to lower the prices, you increase your production. You don't go begging for countries from like Saudi Arabia and Iraq and Iran and Venezuela for oil. All right, headline number two, Nancy Pelosi refuses to pass a bill providing more protection for SCOTUS justices. 
From the Daily Wire, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi denied House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy's second unanimous consent request to immediately pass a Supreme Court security bill on Thursday, announcing that the House will vote on the Hill next week. New York Post, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi got in a huff with a reporter while insisting Thursday that Supreme Court justices have adequate protection. Even after a serious bid to assassinate Justice Brett Kavanaugh at his Maryland home was failed just a day earlier. As Pelosi left her weekly press conference, she stopped to address a reporter who shouted, You said the justices were protected, but there was an attempt on Justice Kavanaugh's life. And he's protected, Pelosi snapped back. The justices are protected. Congressional Republicans have urged the House to approve a Senate-passed bill that would give the nation's leading jurists and their families the same level of security as legislatures and White House officials. The Senate passed the bill by unanimous consent, but the measure has languished before the House for the past month. Okay, the first question I'd have would be if this were anyone else except for a conservative judge. How would uh, Nancy Pelosi treat the recent uh, assassination attempt on Justice Kavanaugh? Would she be out there with her hair on fire, screaming for a bill to have more protection for the, the Supreme Court justices? Or would, is, does it only go for when it's a Republican that she denies these things? We really have to ask ourselves that question. Is she uh, a fair player? Does she look at things from the whole point of view, or is she just uh, concerned about when Democrats are being treated unfairly? So this is a question that um, I think the American people can answer themselves, and you can make your own decision. But it's very obvious that the Democrats are only concerned about power. They don't really care about you or me. They don't really care about the justices. Now, that may seem a little bit unfair, but I think that uh, their actions speak louder than their words. All right, headline number one. House begins marathon of hearings on events of January 6th, a media event from the Wall Street Journal. The House Select Committee investigating the January 6th, 2021 attack on the Capitol began a marathon of public hearings with a primetime session Thursday evening aimed at convincing a divided nation that former President Donald Trump's claim of a stolen election, seen in this special sauce of primetime TV hours, slick videos, and positive press, is the one ingredient truly vital for a public interest, credibility. The committee's resource for the media event, the committee features no Republican-appointed members, two Republicans appointed by Democrats. Okay, so obviously this is uh, just a show trial. This is a uh, partisan witch hunt, just like we've seen over the past four years. It's the Democrats using their power and their positions to try to influence the American people. But the American people, I think they're seeing through this uh, charade. They're beginning to wake up and realize to destroy the MAGA movement, to to put a, uh, a wedge uh, against Donald Trump being reelected in 2024. This is nothing other than a sham kangaroo court that you would see in a communist country. 
where it's just one party that is presenting their side of this story. If you know anything about legal law, you have due process, you have the minority group has the ability to select the people they would like to sit on the committee. That was not even made available. They were turned down. And so this is what you have. So it's just a show trial. Nobody's watching it. It's just a big uh, nothing burger, big pile of uh, manure. And uh, that's what you get with the Democrats when it comes to these committee hearings. Okay, those are your top five headlines for this Friday, June the 10th. Thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast today. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. Also, uh, you can go over to AffirmAmerica.com. We're still showing the 2000 Mules movie, no cost, no charge. And you can share that information with all your friends as well. Again, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next Monday on the Affirm America podcast. Have a great rest of your weekend. We'll see you on Monday. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great and we affirm it.